from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good, good morning, Cyber Gang. Tuesday, December 26, 2023. Welcome to the last week of 2023 and our uh, one of our, our our last Tuesday of doing a show in 2023. I know I'm being sentimental, but spending all this time with all of y'all this year has been amazing. Hope everyone had an amazing Christmas and a time well spent with your families. Luckily, the world didn't burn down during the holiday, which is great because typically we go away for a few days. We come back, something burned down, right? Like something went really, really bad. Um, just some stuff uh, that, that happened from the time we broke off on Thursday of last week to today, uh, we'll be talking about on the show today. A lot of stuff to pay attention to. Also, a trend and a theme really developing from a, from an attack perspective. Also, letting you know kind of like here are all the things that are coming at us. So, a lot there to do that. So, you can check out what you're seeing in front of you is our Substack. Our Substack is unbelievable. It's got exclusive content that's only available there. Uh, you can go check it out there. JamesAzar.substack.com. It's a great way for you to support our show. You do that, we send you one of these awesome travel espresso mugs. I gotta tell you, I, I took my kid yesterday uh to a play date, um, you know, and uh I had my espresso in here and I could drink it while the kids were playing and no one could bug me and I didn't have to settle for dark coffee, which is insanely, insanely good for me. So with that being said, let's go ahead and kick off this morning's show. Join me for our double espresso coffee cup cheers, whatever you're drinking. This Christmas week morning coffee cup cheers, y'all. We'll kick off with something that was trending on Reddit over the weekend. Ubisoft says it's investigating new reports of a security breach. Ubisoft is actually looking through after images of the company's internal software and developer tools were leaked online. The French video game publisher, well known for titles like Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, and the new Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. These are really popular games um this has come through after vx underground shared screenshots of what appears to be the company's internal services they've came out with a statement alleging that they uh, are aware of the alleged security data uh, incident and are currently investigating they don't have any more data to share at the time in a tweet vx underground said that an unknown threat actor told them that they breached ubisoft on december 20th once inside the system, they plan to exfiltrate around 900 gigabytes worth of data. As part of the alleged breach, the threat actors claimed they'd gain access to the SharePoint server, Teams, Confluence, MongoDB, Atlas panel, sharing screenshots of their access for some of those services. MongoDB recently disclosed a breach we talked about on the show, but it doesn't appear that this incident is related, but merely a coincidence here um, as well. So Ubisoft, they were... Uh, not this isn't new to them they've experienced two of these in the previous uh three years the first one was the egregor ransomware gang back in 2020 and a second breach last year that disrupted its games systems and services so there's that first american financial takes systems offline after an additional cybersecurity incident this is coming just weeks after they settled with the new york state financial regulatory uh, regulators uh, for their 2019 breach on a million-dollar settlement. Um, First American said it's working diligently to recover from the uh, unauthorized cyber incident that led it to isolated systems from the Internet, according to a Friday filing 
with the SEC, the 8K filed, which we should get used to looking at these forms, by the way, team. Any publicly traded company under the new guidelines has to do that. The company set up their own website, uh, firstamupdate.com, where you can access the site for more information about the incident going on at the company, but currently their systems uh, are offline. This, again, is coming after they experienced a breach in 2019 that exposed 885 million customer records. Um, they settled that with a million-dollar settlement. Yeah. If you're laughing, you should be because the regulators are making bank. Threat actors are doing what they do. And meanwhile, uh, companies are there. You know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, typically very, very big days for gaming. A lot of kids get their gaming consoles. Um, it, it, it's a really, really high traffic time. Speak to anyone who's in the gaming industry on the infrastructure security side, and they'll tell you that. Well, now the GTA 5 source code has reportedly been leaked online after a uh, online a year after the Rockstar hack. So the source code for Grand Theft Auto 5 was leaked on Christmas Eve, a little over a year after the lapses threat actors hacked Rockstar games and stole corporate data. Links to the download, uh, links to download the source code were shared on numerous channels, including Discord, the dark web website, a Telegram channel that was previously used to leak stolen. Uh, rockstar data in a post on the to a grand theft auto leak channel on telegram the channel owner is known as phil posted links to the stolen source code sharing a screenshot of one of the folders the channel or, uh, owner also paid homage to the lapses hacker Ariane cortage who previously leaked, leaked pre-release videos of grand theft auto 6 under the name t uh teapot tubber hacker apparently uh Court Taj was recently sentenced to an indefinite hospital stay by a UK judge for hacking Rockstar and Uber. Um, um, he's he's obviously handicapped as well, and so uh, um, on on that case as well. So again, what what you're seeing is this time of year, threat actors go after gaming because they know that's where the money is. Uh, kids probably got a gaming software, they got a game, they've got a bunch of gift cards, they've got a bunch of money. Um, and it makes it really, really easy targets, very, very easy targets to sell this kind of stuff to uh, kids, to teenagers. And that's why being involved in the stuff they do online, paying attention to it is really, really important. In the last year and a half, attackers have exploited at least five different vulnerabilities, four of them zero days, in a sensitive kernel level Windows driver. The series of reports published by Kaspersky this week lays out not just a handful of bugs, but essentially a larger systematic issue in the current implementation of the Windows Common Lock file system. CLFS is a high-performance general-purpose logging system available for user or kernel mode software clients. Its kernel access makes it eminently useful for attackers seeking low-level system privileges, and its performance-oriented design has left a series of security holes in the wake in recent years. The problem here is the Win32K level zero days aren't entirely uncommon. Uh, this is being conceded in research, but they haven't seen so many, <coughs> excuse me, CLFS driver exploits being used in active attacks before, and suddenly there's so many of them captured in just one year. Is there something wrong here? And it's pointing out to the CLF, uh, CLFS is perhaps way too optimized for performance. Um, it would be better to have a reasonable file format instead of a dump of kernel structures written to a file. 
all the work with these kernel structures happens right there in the blocks read from disk. And, and so long story short, um, to kind of give you the non-technical version of this is apparently there is a significant issue with CLS, CLFS. And that issue is that it's really easy to exploit and take advantage of because it's highly optimized. So this is where business and security don't always meet. What does this mean? It means that we're seeing a whole lot more attacks on this, um, you know, and, and it might require some redesign. Organizations should now focus on implementing best security practices, always install updates on time, install security products and all endpoints, restrict access to the servers and pay huge attention to any detections coming from the servers. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me, there's that. Uh, wow, that's, that's, that's new. A new variant of the Chameleon Android Banking Trojan is featuring new bypass capabilities, expanding its targeting area. According to online fraud detection firm Thread Fabric, active since at least 2023, the malware initially targeted mobile banking applications in Australia and Poland. It's now expanded to the UK and Italy. Thread Fabric, Fabric explains, sorry, Chameleon uses multiple loggers, had limited malicious functionality, and contained various unused commands, suggesting it was still under development. Employing a proxy feature and abusing accessibility services, it could perform actions on behalf of the victim, allowing attackers to engage in account takeover attacks, device takeover attacks, and mainly targeting banking and cryptocurrency uh, applications. And this is essentially the Android uh, um, um, biometric feature on these devices is what they're trying to take advantage of. Essentially, when you allow an app to use your biometrics on an Android phone, this is able to actually build a payload around it, restrict settings, and give them access. And biometrics generate a token. And those, that token is then shared. If they, if they get their hands on that token that through malware, then they're able to essentially authenticate on behalf of the user using that. The updated Chameleon variant also introduces task scheduling using the Alarm Manager API or capability observed in other banking trojans, but implemented differently. Um, so this is sophisticated. It's now in Europe and Australia. It's bound to make its way to the U.S. at some point or another. If you're using an Android phone with biometrics, you do want to reinforce your biometrics there as well. Since on Thursday released the ICS uh, advisories for vulnerabilities affecting future X communications, routers, and QNAP network video recorder devices and are warning organizers that they are being exploited in the wild. This is coming after CVE 2023-49-89-7 for FXC, a high-severity command injection flaw that can be exploited by an authenticated attacker for remote code execution via NTP server setting. CISA said the vulnerable products are deployed in Japan in the IT and commercial facilities across critical infrastructure sectors the second advisory published by the agency covers cve 2023-47565 a similar high severity flaw affecting the qnab viostore and vr devices which are used worldwide in commercial facilities critical infrastructure sectors those are now being exploited in the wild and they're asked to urgently patch holiday season brings about indiscriminate spending indiscriminate spending brings about People who want to take advantage of people shopping online. Europol word 443 online shops that they have been infected with credit card stealers. Um, skimmers are using small snippets of JavaScript code added to checkout pages or loaded from a remote resource to evade detection. They're designed to intercept and steal payment card numbers, expiration dates, verification numbers, names, shipping addresses, then upload the information to the attacker servers. Europol is 
warned 443 online merchants of this uh, specific uh, attack vector. The above families are known for elusive behavior. They abuse Google Tag Manager and so much, much more. So, <coughs> excuse me, something to keep an eye on here. And to wrap up, Microsoft is raising the alarm on a new Iranian state-sponsored attack target employees at the U.S. defense industrial-based organizations the tech giant attributed to attacks to Peach Sandstorm or APT-33, believed to be active since at least 2013 and to be backed by the Iranian government. APT-33 is known for targeting organizations across government, research, aerospace, energy, finance, telecom, and other sectors. Microsoft has observed the Iranian nation-state actor Peach Sandstorm attempting to deliver a newly developed backdoor named False Font. False Font, sorry, to individuals working for organizations in the DIB, that's defense industrial base. According to Microsoft, the newly identified backdoor provides attackers with remote access to the infected systems, allows them to execute files, exfiltrate data to the command and control server. False Font, Microsoft says, was first used in November of this year. The development and use is consistent with Peach Sandstorm activity. So there's that. The first phase of the campaign, which was carried out from February to July, was password spraying, was used for initial compromise. With the second phase employing um, exploits targeting known vulnerabilities in the Zoho Manage engine and Confluence, uh, organizations are advised to reset password for any account targeted in the attack, revoke session cookies, implement best practices for securing identity infrastructure practice, good credential hygiene, MFA, transition to passwordless authentication, and secure remote desktop connection, all part of that as well. And mind you, Iran is going to be even more on the offensive. Uh, Israel, uh, it's, it's alleged that Israel took out Qasem Soleimani's essentially right-hand person who was in Syria. Um, so he was taken off the battlefield, thankfully, for all of us yesterday. Uh, as of this morning, there was an attack on one of our military bases in Erbil, in Syria, that's the U.S. military base in Erbil, um, Syria. That specific attack uh, has one uh, critically injured uh, military uniform personnel, with two others being injured as a result of that attack. That's the most severe attack since October 7th, and the Iranian threat using their proxies on U.S. troops in the Middle East. Uh, we'll see how the White House responds to that. Leadership is tested at times like this, and as everything seems to be falling apart due to weak leadership, we're bound to hopefully, for the sake of all of us, see a strong, vigilant response uh, using the U.S. military's might to finally cripple the Iranian terrorist regime once and for all and all of their proxies. That's it for our show. We'll be back tomorrow with a whole lot more. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Enjoy if you're off this week. Enjoy your time off. And thank you for taking time to be with us. And until then, stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.